The crew has finally reached a point where they are about to come face to face with Charlotte after one wild goose chase after another. Uh, some of you reached the Villa Lobos estate accompanied by Gael, Luis Castile's driver, only to have their introduction interrupted by yet another sniper's bullet, sending the entire estate into a chaotic battlefield. With some amount of difficulty, the crew found their way through the Chupacabra gangsters as Chairman Meow chased down the sniper, who successfully got away before the big cat dug his teeth in. Now you stand on a bloody battlefield knowing that Charlotte is being held inside the mansion that looms large in the middle of the estate. And it's around about this time that uh, the nail and the babysitter show up and are like, what the fuck is going on here? So uh, I will pull you guys back to the Villa Lobos map. So, Kurt, you and the babysitter uh, have yeah. just shown up, and the estate is literally just littered with the bodies of uh, fallen members of the Chupacabra cartel. What's been going on here? How come you haven't cleaned up this mess? Hey, man, we literally just got done making the mess. Well, you can't just leave it here. Well, I'm not going to pick it all up. You guys just showed up. Why don't you pick it up? It's not our mess. We had to clean up our own mess back there. This isn't our mess. This is your mess. Yeah, this mess wouldn't have been so bad if you guys would have actually been with us. Look, if you're sitting there and you're eating dinner and you're eating in a fast food restaurant and you make a mess at your table, I'm not going to clean it up for you. It's not my food. It's your food. These are your dead bodies. You need to clean them up. This isn't even our house, man. Let's just leave them. They got birds. All right, let's go. Yep. <laughs> Where are we going? Uh, Into the big house. That big still... house right there? I assume so. We haven't found Charlotte yet. Do we think she's in there? I mean, we're supposed to talk to her here, and she's not out here, so. Are you sure you didn't kill her, too? Come on. You killed everybody else. You probably killed Charlotte. We didn't even start it. You know, sometimes I miss working with you. Today's not one of those days. Uh, that's what you always say. Then I give you my gun and you're happy. Well, my gun's not shooting straight. Never is. Kurt's taking Andy's role tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going, are we going to go in the house or are we just going to sit here and talk? I'll either clean up the mess or let's go in the house. Let's go in. I'm not waiting. I, I'm going to go around the back. I'm going to go after that guy that ran back there. The one that ran off? Yeah. All right. You can make a uh, perception check. <clears throat> oh, okay. Wonderful eight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you're... You're completely oblivious. You know the guy went that way, and you're going around the side of the building. Uh, and as you come around the back corner, uh, you basically trip over this dude. He has basically put his back up against the uh, against the mansion and is sitting there and whimpering and crying like a little child. 
¡Oh, Dios mío! ¡Oh, oh, 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 please. I'm gonna grab and, him and, and oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, uh, so you kind of trip into him and then he he's like just shocked <laughs> that you're there. Oh, no, please, 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 don't kill me, don't kill me. I'm gonna grab him and slam him against the wall and be, and be like, speak English, Russian, something. See, see, I speak English. How many people are in there? Uh, I. I think uh, the the sisters uh, and uh, two men two men that I do not know, uh, and uh, maybe a few more. I don't know. I lost count outside. Okay. And then is the back door locked? How, how do I get in? Uh, hi, you, you through the front door, back door. I don't know. Okay. Good night. And I'm uh, headbutting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's out. The the lone survivor. <laughs> Tell everyone about this day. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and tell the crew how many roughly you know the sisters in there is a few people. Yeah. So by that by that count, you know you've got at least four, maybe more. All right, so you guys just want to you want to go in the front? Well, I kind of lean going back. What what do you guys think? Sickle? You could split the party. Yeah, that never goes wrong. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, we can I'll go in the back. Go in the back door. Yeah, I'll go to, I'll go to you. Um, we all let's, I'll go in. Let's, let's go in the back. Let's all go in the back. Let's all go in the back. I'm I'm going through the I'll go through the front door. Okay. Ring the front doorbell and run around to the back. <laughs> there's a side door. There's a side door. Uh yeah, there's a side door. It looks like that one goes upstairs. All right, I'm going through the side door. Well, I mean, guys, I think they know we're here. <laughs> Do you think they heard everything? I'm pretty you know, pretty positive they would have. They, they might have heard one of my grenades. Maybe. I think if we all go in a different door, then we can just kind of confuse know. them. Yeah, hit them yeah. from different angles. Just we don't kick. Yeah. Okay. Just watch your six because you don't want to accidentally get caught in a crossfire if things go bananas. We don't want to shoot each other. Uh, I, I know what you look like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're better for it. Okay, I'll take the front door. I'll, I'll create it. I'll you you guys take the sides in the back. I'll create a distraction at the front so you can sneak in. Let's go. Which okay. side am I? On? Am I on the north side? I mean, according to this map, would it be north or south? The side. Yeah, you would be on the north side. Okay. And up so here. you're the only one that's that's going in through the uh, through the north. Then correct. I don't know. Anybody else want to come with me? Can hold uh, me. I'll, I'll send I'll send babysitter with you. How about that? We've just done a lot of work together. He'll who's, just want to stay outside and make sure that nobody like pees in the fountain. Who's <laughs> going? Who's going in the back? Me. I'll go, yeah, I'll go in the back too. But I'm gonna be a little further back from Sickle, so I don't like accidentally reveal her if she's doing her ninja stuff. Okay. <laughs> Bloodhound, you want to come through front? Glass. 
Is there like a sliding glass door or a window? Um, in in the back, yes. Okay. I will do that. All right, so you're going to the back. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think the dock will accompany the uh bait or uh the marshal uh up front. Ooh, can Doc make like gas stuff? Maybe yes. throw... Ooh, he should totally throw something in there. <laughs> <laughs> well is, is that what you want me to do? What if I get Charlotte though? We can't uh, the game a chance to be called kill Charlotte. We can't it's not kill Charlotte. Kill Charlotte. <laughs> you know, it's nothing vi nothing deadly, right? Did there's, you make something non deadly? <clears throat> There's still a chance to talk our way out of this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that one before. There's still a chance we can get out of this with Charlotte and have her still be alive. Well, we have to. <laughs> I think that's yeah. our point. Yeah. Or we're all dead. Okay, I want. Is there a doorbell in the front? Uh, there is. Okay, I'm gonna ring it. Okay. And if nobody answers in about. A half a second, I'm gonna just start pinging it. Ding 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 ding. Because that's my brilliant distraction. All right. Okay, so you ring the doorbell, wait for a second, and then just start hitting it. And then you end up. The door does open. And you see this fellow right here. Sex machine. Yes. He goes by sex machine. Sex is the first name. So you're like, hi, sex. How are you doing? <laughs> and if you've seen uh, From Dust Till Dawn, that's, uh, mm -hmm. uh, oh God, what's the dude's name? Uh, the actor. Oh shit! I completely spaced. Uh, Savini, Tom Savini, uh, from uh, from Dust Till Dawn, uh, and he opens the door, just not giving a shit what happens to be out there, and he's like, "The fuck do you want?" I'm here about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> now I'm just kidding. Uh, we have a meeting. We're supposed to see Charlotte. I believe she's inside. She may be. You made quite a mess out there. We did not start any of this. That was a third party that jumped to the gun, was trying to kill us, ended up hitting one of your guys. Your guys freaked out and tried to kill us, and so it was self-defense. From inside, you hear a female voice uh speak in spanish uh and since you don't know what that what spanish is <laughs> uh, you don't know exactly what it is that she says but she sounds like a spitfire and is spouting off pretty harsh orders at this guy uh, but you do hear his name in well or what you think maybe might be his name uh in the process of that uh and you hear sex machine <laughs> And that's all you can make out of what it is that she says. 
um, for the group that is coming in through the back, what do you guys want to do? What's the door situation? Did you say it was a glass door? A uh, sliding glass door in the back. And I'm going to be up against the wall and kind of peer in before I, you know, I've got my katana out. I'm going to look in, see if I can see anything. All right. Basically, what you see back there is like a really pretty lavish, like, billiards room uh, back there. Nice little bar kind of off to the side. Uh, not a huge room, but sizable. Uh, but kind of decked out in kind of velvet red uh, and greens and uh, and purples. No people? No people. Okay, I'm going to try the door. It is unlocked. You're able to actually slide it open. Good, I'm going in. All right. Uh, once you get in there, there's a, a couple of doors uh, in the room that lead off to other areas of the house. Uh, now, depending on which way you want to go, I mean, there's uh, one to the right, one to the left, one directly in front of you. Do I hear um, the marshal and sex machine having a conversation or do I hear the woman or anything? Uh, you do not from this vantage point. Um, well, I take that back. You do hear someone shouting in Spanish. Uh, and you, since you speak Spanish, you can vaguely make out uh, sex machine. Go ahead and let the fuckers in. I'm just going to head to one of the other doors and listen. See if I can figure out where it's coming from, I guess. Okay. And from that center door, that's where you kind of heard uh, okay. that kind of coming from. All right. I guess I'm heading that way. Okay. All right. See, uh, once you get to that door, what do you want to do? Um, did anyone else follow me in? <laughs> Are you guys still? <clears throat> yeah, I follow you in. Not not too close. I'm going to give you a little bit of leadway and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I, go, I give her like a five count and then follow in. And I don't, my character doesn't understand Spanish. So I just hear, I just think, <laughs> oh, they think Marshall's sexy, apparently. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I All follow right. as well. When I see you disappear in there, I'm heading toward that door as well. All right, Kurt, what are you and the babysitter doing? Uh, you guys are coming in from the side. So as you go around the north side of the building, uh, it kind of dips down a bit, and then there's a set of stairs that kind of lead up to what look like a balcony level, but it kind of leads to what would be, you would assume, the ground floor. Well, I'm going to, uh, we're going to go in, we're going to go up to the door. Is there a door? Um, the There's stairs that basically lead up to that balcony level, and there is a door on the balcony level, yes. We're going to walk up the stairs up to the balcony door, give a little listen, see mm -hmm. if we hear anything inside first. Uh, and you speak Spanish as well, right? Si, yo hablo español. And, and you hear the same, uh, sex machine, go ahead and let the fuckers in. Uh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, do you think sex machine's a name, or do you think that's... Uh, hell if I know. Do you think they actually have a machine? 
Does she have a sex machine in there? Maybe it's like, all right, well, anyway. No, I mean, maybe... she she very well might. I, I don't know much about these women, but, uh, you know, they got to occupy their time somehow, right? Dean let them in. It could be an orgy. Ooh, orgy. I haven't been to one of those in a while. All right. Well, we try the door. Does it open? Uh, it is unlocked. We slowly open the door and look inside. All right. So at this point, it sounds like everybody's kind of opening doors. We're opening doors with stealth, quietly. So the way the nail if you are doing it quietly, go ahead and roll, make a stealth roll. Uh, so sickle and nail. You just, I, I can't access my, I think you're opening, and my mansion's opening. Oh, look, you got snap. Beatles will be proud. Let's see here. <laughs> I'm going to roll a stealth roll. Somehow. There we are. Stealth is right here, baby. Ooh. 12 and a 10. Okay. And Kurt, just so you know, I actually went in and completely rebuilt your character from scratch. And it's still not showing your health. I tried uh, another character with a different kind of setup and it worked so i think there's a glitch with the sharpshooter uh arch archetype i think that is preventing us from being able to see your uh your health on your token so oh your token yeah i can see yeah. on my yeah so i don't know why that's not working so i apologize i i did try i was up till midnight last night fucking around with that and couldn't get it to oh, work it's on the sheet it's no problem cool all right, so uh, both both of you guys creak open those doors, and they do creak. So unfortunately, you've kind of blown your uh, your element of surprise there. But as you enter the mansion, uh, you come upon kind of a decadent old west style layout that's set up kind of like a tavern. This lobby is set up to entertain. There's a platform, uh, if you're looking at it from like the main entrance over on the left, there's a platform off to the right with elevated seating on shellacked rustic wood flooring. And there's a stone walkway that leads up to kind of a fancy curved bar with a fireplace that bears the face of a Mayan god breathing fire out of its open maw. Behind the bar are two more elevated areas with comfortable couches and a widescreen TV on each level. And there's a few more gangsters strewn about the foyer, guns drawn and at the ready. The other two figures on the main level, one of them you've already met, and that's Sex Machine. Uh, and the other one uh, over uh, kind of by the bar uh Marshall, I'm going to have you make a quick um, streetwise roll. And you recognize the other guy. Uh, and that is this Machete. Fella. Yep, right here. Machete. Doomed. <laughs> Uh, he has a reputation that precedes him. He's well-known on both sides of the border by both law enforcement and the underworld. He's a mean-looking motherfucker with a 
face full of scars and ratty long hair. And he wears a leather vest revealing his bare chest that is covered in tattoos. On the bar in front of him are a pair of machetes, his namesake. And the name that he's become known by. So, yes, indeed, that is none other than Machete. Finally, on the topmost tier, you spot three female figures. The first, off by herself on the left, nearest the stairs, is Martina Villalobos, the older of the two leaders of the Chupacabras. She's a short firecracker of a woman with a mean scowl on her face as you enter her home, and she's got a pair of pistols drawn on you guys as you come in. And then the second woman is taller, with long flowing hair, Luisa Villalobos. She's drop-dead gorgeous and wears a long red gown with a slit up the side. She is the third female held at gunpoint and a shotgun at her back. And that third woman, you all know pretty well. Her captive is the girl that you all have made it all this way uh, to finally come face to face with, still dressed in her favorite red fur coat, albeit a little torn and ragged. Finally, after all this time, you have Charlotte in your sights. And Martina, her eyes blaze with anger as you all enter the room. Her pistols aimed, she speaks with venom in her voice. You dared defile my home. You kill my men like dogs in the street, and you think you can waltz in my mansion unscathed? The nerve of you people. Sex machine, machete, hold your fire. Let's see what these fuckwits want before we paint the walls with their blood. Ma'am? Uh, not to be a stickler, but we did not waltz into your home, ma'am. I rang the doorbell, and... Mr. Machine here opened it and invited us in. I assume at your directive? I just I... want us to get off on the right foot. Well, then why did your other people come in from other sides? You're trying to sneak up on us. No, they no, have a we shit. Were, we were just, we, we, it's such a lovely house. We were just exploring the backyard and uh, the door was open. So we thought we'd come on in. Uh, before we, before you spill our blood on the walls. Can you tell me what's up with the fireplace? Why do you care? Well, I mean, it's just different. It's strange looking. I mean, it's different. You know, it, I mean, people don't have a fireplace like that, so... It's pretty cool. It is the visage of Quetzalcoatl. It's a little gaudy. Hmm. Now, you, now you come into my home and you insult me. No, no, not you. The fireplace. Nail, could you do us all a favor and not talk for a while? Ma'am, do me a favor and, and please forgive my friend. <clears throat> He's been in the sun a little too long. Pretty ugly. Now, this, was, this was not our arrangement. No, it was not. And unfortunately, things changed due to some unforeseen circumstances, which we had nothing to do with. We had nothing to do with what happened outside. Somebody was taking pot shots at us. Your man overreacted. We defended Someone ourselves. Someone was taking pot shots at you? Well, I can assume so. If not, somebody's got it out for you. 
Now that somebody is not us, but there was a third party out there shooting. It wasn't us. We don't know who it was, but they hit your men and your men thought that it had something to do with us. And before we could put a word in edgewise, which seems to have been happening a lot lately, tempers flared, things happened, and here we stand apologizing. But it was a misunderstanding. Where is Luis? So that also is not our fault. That was also that was the unforeseen circumstance that I was talking to you about. If Gail was here, he'd be able to explain it to you. But unfortunately, somebody hates Gail. And it wasn't me. I thought he was a charming man. So Luis is dead. Somebody shot him when we were on our way here to meet with you in Charlotte on peaceful terms. Now, if we're able to figure out who that was, we will hunt them down and take care of them for you. I have no qualms about that. They've kind of thrown a wrench in the whole thing here, right? Okay, I'm going to assume that that was, a, that was an agreement. Uh, Ma'am, do you mind if I take another couple steps inside? It's... I don't want all the heat in the house to, to or the air conditioning to go out. I'm going to leave the door open. Um, sex machine actually is over close to you guys. Yeah. And he kind of looks up towards Louisa and she makes a motion with one of the pistols, kind of motioning you in just a little bit. Uh, but keep keeping her eye on you as sex machine kind of escorts you up towards the bar area here. Once he reaches this point, he puts his arm out and he stops you there. Um, and I think Doc is going to just kind of hang back <laughs> about right in here. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. This is a lovely home. Can I see Charlotte from here? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay. Louisa, Charlotte, Louisa says... I would prefer it that the rest would join you over by the bar before we continue this conversation. Crew, what do you think? Do you mind? Uh, there's plenty of room over here on the floor to stand. You want to go? You want us to go on by the bar with the guy with the swords? I need to be able to see the eyes of my foes and look you in the face. Okay, fine with me. Go by the guy with the swords. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't stand too close to him. That's <clears throat> not to be pedantic, but they're they're machetes. I say to him, "What's your name, sword?" <laughs> Machete. Yeah. And as as you say that, uh, babysitter is walking over with you. Uh, but he stops cold about right there. And at that point, he kind of ducks his head down uh, a little bit and kind of edges over kind of behind you just a little bit. What are you doing? What are you, why are you walking like shut, that? No, don't, shut up. Shut up. Don't say anything. It's cool. Just, just, just be cool, man. I'm being cool. You're act, You're the one acting. No, strict. no. Shut up. Stop talking to me. Same acting. Strength. I know. I just. I just be. Please be quiet. Don't draw any attention to me right now. That'd be great. Could I be walking like that too? Huh? 
No, you're good. You're fine. You just stand right there. Just stop talking to me. <laughs> All right. I kind of put my head down a little bit too and kind of walk. Okay. All right. So uh, the rest of the crew, you guys are moving kind of in that general area, right? Okay. Uh, is Chairman Meow going to hang out? Has he come into the room yet, or are you kind of keeping him hidden? Yeah, ch Chairman's come in, but maybe just sitting on the couch, curled up. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to make a roll for uh, Martina right. to see if she even realizes that cat's in here. Okay, yeah, she doesn't even know he's there, actually. Okay, so... Now, Martina says, now that I can see your faces, you are telling me that Luis has been killed. Yes, ma'am, but not by us. Gael has been killed. Unfortunately, ma'am, yes, but again, not by us. And you say that there is someone else here on my property. Well, I don't know if they still are, but they certainly weren't. Bloodhound, do you happen to know any... They were seeded into the forest. There you and go. you do, do not know who this person was. I don't know. Well, we encountered snipers twice on the way to see you. And the first time, they were Russians. We didn't know them. But we sussed him out, and we sent him packing. The Russians, I assume, Balachko? That seems like a safe assumption. Hmm. So it the seems we time, are The second all... time here, we had another sniper. We don't know who that one is. You do not think it is the same, the Balachko sniper? I wouldn't go so far as to, to hazard a guess. What do you think? I mean, fellas, do we have any other ideas? Could be Russians. No offense, Hammer. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea yeah. who it could be. We weren't think, expecting no. the Russians the first time. Well, we seem to all be after the same thing. You are after this little girl. But ultimately, we are all after the same object, the laptop, with all of the information on it. I'd say that's about 50% correct. If we could get our hands on the laptop, that would be a bonus. But really, I'm here for the girl. I am sure in your dealings with some of the other organizations that you have come into contact with, that certain arrangements have been made. Is that a correct assumption? I mean, no, not really. Well, our job is to get Charlotte and bring her home. Make a deception. You have left a rather lengthy trail behind you. We know that you have had dealings in recent days with the Balachkos. 
we know that you have had a run-in with the dragon's fang. That's true. And we know that both of these organizations were present at the auction in Skid Row. Yes. And we all know what we were there to bid upon. Yes. And this little girl's boyfriend has what we want, what you want, what the Cristiano family wants, what the Dragon's Fang wants, and what the Balachico wants. So you cannot tell me that in your dealings with the Balachicos and the Dragon's Fang that you did not make some sort of deal. There were <clears throat> suggestions that we... They wanted to use Charlotte as... Yes, they want us to help them find the laptop. If we want to put all of our cards on the table, absolutely they do. That's what they want. But like I said before, the only thing I care about is getting Charlotte. If they get the laptop, great, I need Charlotte. If you get the laptop, great, I want to take home Charlotte. If I had the laptop right now, I would hand it to you, put Charlotte in the car, you doing okay, honey? And we would drive back home and that would be the end of it as far as I am concerned. Your girl, Charlotte. I have to give her credit. She is a strong-willed one, that one. Well, yeah. You should meet her mother. Oh, I know her mother. And you know she gets it honest. <laughs> that she does. We have not been able to get anything out of her about where this Cristiano boy is hiding out. We are certain he still has the laptop. That is what we want. That is what everyone wants. If you can get out of Charlotte where the boy is hiding and give him up or get the laptop then all of this can be, how do you say, water under the bridge. It's exactly how you say it. You're a fantastic Englishman. But there is still a price to pay. Whatever happened out on my lawn, out front, whether it was your fault or not, you killed many of my men. And what do you propose I do about that? Well, you can keep babysitter. <laughs> and babysitter for once says nothing. He just kind of slides over just a little bit, just making sure that he is not being viewed by Machete. It's actually pretty obvious. 
Come on, babysitter, step out here and introduce yourself. Oh, I'm good. You're doing um, fine. Excuse me. Um, can we just say that we were not involved in the yard? We, we, we weren't involved in the yard thing out there. We weren't here. Just, just are, for clarification purposes. You are within. No, it's complicated. Oh. Yeah, me and Nail go way back. Wait, but we were but not baby, in our situation. Yeah, he's the newest member of the team. But Babysitter is the oldest member of the team, which is why I'm offering him to you as a peace offering. No, that's why I'm clarifying. He was not involved in the yard situation, just for clarification purposes. Right. So he's almost like a virginal lamb that we're offering as a sacrifice. Oh. His hands are clean. Run the yard. Well, then, I, then I believe that that would be fair. Sex machine, would you do the honors? And sex machine begins walking up to the balcony here uh, where the nail is. And he says, hey, Mr. Move aside, buddy. No, Mr. Machine, you need to take a couple steps back. You're getting a little mm. too busy now. I kind of got my orders. No, I'm telling you to take a couple steps back. Well, I'm telling you, I kind of got my orders. I'm telling you, if you take another step forward, you aren't going to ever take a step forward again. And you hear, and from his crotch, you see a, a gun <laughs> that points up directly from his crotch. What is our end goal here? <laughs> uh, we need Charlotte. Is that a dick pistol? Why do you have a pistol in your dick? Because nobody expects it. Yeah, it's not so easy to aim from there. You know that, don't you? You haven't seen me shoot it yet. You want to see it go off? You're about to. Where's your hand? Is it on the dick pistol? Is that why your hand is? Is your hand on your pants too? Louisa, can I kill this guy too? How do you oh. shoot the pistol? Like, how do you make it shoot? Hold on, no, hold on, no, I, I think. Hold on a second, nail. Yeah, you were gonna kill the babysitter just now. And Louisa says, that was the offer, was it not? Oh, God, no. He can work for you. He has a wealth of information. He can keep this place safer. I mean, we were in one neighborhood, right, meeting with the computer guy. And it was a dangerous, dangerous place. And this guy single-handedly stayed outside in the bushes and made sure that nobody got anywhere close to the house that we were at. Never felt safer in my whole life. I'm no, I was offering for him to come stay with you guys and work and train up some new people. Cause the security no offense, but the security you guys had, they were a bunch of one hit wonders. One hit, I wonder what happened. They're all dead. Could you tell Sex to put his dick back in his pants, please? Making and me uncomfortable. In in Spanish, she says, put your pecker away. And he jimmies his hips and it goes back in. <laughs> you should make a roll for that if it fails. <laughs> okay. Let's start over again. I will give you a moment to speak with Charlotte. And you will get the information that we need. Either give up the Cristiano boy 
or she tells you where he is and you retrieve the laptop. One way or the other, we get the laptop. Yeah, of course. Guard the doors so they don't try anything funny. And you guys seriously might want to start locking the doors. I mean, you heard the team, every single one of them was unlocked. It's not safe. We knew you were outside, and either you were coming in or we were coming out. You guys got cameras? How'd you know we were out there? We do have cameras. This place is nice. Charlotte, honey, <laughs> come on over here. Let's chat. All right, so um, Machete goes to the area that leads out towards the back, which is right over in here where you guys came in. Um, and this gangster crosses over to the side door, joined by this one, the guy at the bar, uh, joins Machete, and this guy joins Sex Machine at the front door. And they're guarding every uh, exit out of the room at this point. Uh, Louisa and Charlotte begin walking down the stairs and come to the top of this uh, third level right here. And she still has her shotgun on Charlotte at this point. So can I ask a question for our viewers out there? Um, just to, because they may be joining this episode. Uh, do we know where the briefcase is? This is just not for me. This is for the viewers. Um, you do know that uh, Anthony Cristiano and Charlotte were last seen at a hotel or at a motel just uh, across the border. And it he was seen on video camera running away from the motel when the Chupacabras came to pick both of them up. Like, uh, apparently they had gotten a tip as to where these kids might be. And they captured Charlotte. Anthony got away and visibly got away with something under his arm that appeared to be the laptop. So the laptop is, is wanted for what reason? Uh, because it has information on all of these uh, international crime families that could uh, basically put everybody that's involved with those families away. Thank you. Okay. Okay, just to catch everybody up, up there. There we go. <laughs> Can we go over to Charlotte? Yeah. Charlotte, how are you? Okay. Uh, aside from having a shotgun pointed at my back, yeah, I'm great. We're learning a pretty valuable lesson here, aren't we? I told you I don't need any lectures. I'm not giving you a lecture. I'm just reminding you this is a very teachable moment. Fine. Okay. Looking forward to making better decisions when we get out of this mess. Ma'am, <clears throat> beautiful dress. Lovely looking woman. Could you lower that a little bit while we talk? I'm afraid it 
may make us a little nervous. I'm afraid I can't. Well, could you take a step back? She looks up at Louisa. Louisa motions back. She takes about three steps back, but she's got the shotgun still on Charlotte. Thank you. Am I able to kind of step between Charlotte and the shotgun and kind of put my arm around Charlotte? Um, I would make sleight of hand. That's actually what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One more get shot. <laughs> uh, you walk over and put your hand around her shoulder and kind of try to put your body in between and you hear from behind. That's what you see. I'm just trying to give her a comforting hug. Um, okay, I'm going to drop my voice down so hopefully they can't hear. Say, Charlotte, do you know where the laptop is? What do you think? I think you probably have a pretty good idea. I think that's going to be the best shot we have of getting all of us out of here alive. Now, we could afford to lose, like, the babysitter. But if we lose too many of us, we can't fight our way out of here. And this woman has a shotgun trained on you. All it's going to take is one slug to the chest and you're gone. But if she kills me, they don't get the laptop. Yeah, but it's a laptop. Now look, we've got a guy that's real good with computers. Marshall, I, can... I don't care about the laptop. I don't I, either. I don't give a shit about it anymore. All I care about is Anthony. And I'm not giving Anthony up. We can keep Anthony safe. If we can get to Anthony, we can keep him safe. I got a computer guy that can make duplicates of the laptop. We can still get what we need. We can give it to them. We could give them a dummy, but by then we've got Anthony out of there. If that's the most important thing, and that's what it's going to take to get you to give us the information we need to get you home safe, fine. I guarantee on my life and the life of the babysitter, either one, we will make sure that Anthony is all right. How do you even know this little kid? Look, we're both the same age. Obviously, we run kind of in the same circles. And Anthony and I just wanted to prove ourselves, you know? We're both just fucking sick and tired of being sidelined by our family. Is this really the business you guys want to go into, though? It's the only business that either one of us know, and his mom and my dad won't let me, either one of us, anywhere close to it. So yeah. we've got to prove ourselves, and we love each other. And my dad... Sure isn't going to take a shine on that. And his mom sure isn't going to take a shine on that. But our thinking was, 
is that we get our hands on this laptop that could basically put both of our families away, give it to our parents so they can use the information to put these fuckers away. Then we've made a name for ourselves. Then we've proven ourselves worthy of being a part of the organization. You know, I'm getting real, like, 14th century arranged marriage to build a powerhouse and unite two warring countries like France and England type vibes with a little bit of Romeo and Juliet. Did you ever actually read that? It doesn't end well. Well, you're telling me you can make it end well, right? I mean, we will rewrite history for you, yes. I would do that for you. So where is Anthony? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I only need one good roll in my life. <laughs> I happen to actually get it now. <laughs> Don't worry. If we start fighting, I'll roll twos and threes. Johnny? I am trusting you with the fact that you are guaranteeing me that Anthony is going to come out the other side of this alive. I promise you that. Look, things obviously went sideways mm -hmm. when we were at that auction. We snuck in, snagged the laptop from the warehouse, but then the explosion hit, and that black Russian dude spotted us. Anthony's car got destroyed in the process, and we had to leave it behind, and that's why we went on the run. A Anthony said that he knew a guy that could keep us safe until things blew over. And when those chupacabras showed up at the Motel 6... Anthony escaped with the laptop, and I'm hoping that he made it to this safe house that he was talking about. Okay. Did he tell you where the safe house was? It's in a little town called Manchon Blanco. Okay. Sounds like a fancy cheese. There's an old chapel in this little town that his buddies hold up in some badass bank robber that's on the lam that Anthony's brother is pals with. Okay. So if he's anywhere, I hope it's there. How far away is this place? It's almost up to the border. Okay. Are they treating you okay here? I mean, they're feeding me. Are they feeding you good? It's not the best. I hate Mexican food. Charlotte, there may not be any hope for you. Mexican food is phenomenal. Too spicy. Tell them to give you some mole. It's not that spicy at all. Looks like chocolate sauce. That sounds gross. It kind of is. 
All right. No lectures. We can talk later. Thank you. I'm going to let your father know that you're all right. Anything you want me to tell him? <sighs> worried about you. Just tell him I'm fine. And your mother? Tell her I'm sorry. Anything you want to say to me? Kind of got us in a bit of a mess. Anthony gets hurt, and I'll rip your dick off. Never change, Charlotte. Never change. Okay. We'll get the laptop, and we'll bring it back. In exchange for one thing. And what Two. is that? Well, obviously, we bring you the laptop, you're going to give us Charlotte. The only other thing I need you guys to do while we're gone and retrieving it is get this poor girl a cheeseburger. She doesn't really care for your food. That can be arranged. Okay. Well, I know where to go. We'll retrieve the laptop. We'll bring it back here. Prepare? You got it out of her that fast. I'm impressed. Charlotte's like a daughter. She knows she can trust us. She knows we're not going to let her down. We say we're going to do something, we'll do it. Laptop belongs to you now. But if anything happens to Charlotte while we're gone, I will come back and rip the dick off this entire organization. <laughs> I want to wink at Charlotte when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with Sex Machine. Well, I believe you will have some company on your journey. You'll get to know Sex Machine very well. As well as Machete. They will be accompanying you. That was never part of the deal. Mm, it's a part of the deal now. All right, then we need to lay some ground rules. We run this show. We retrieve the laptop. They come along as a courtesy. They don't fight unless we ask them to. And they absolutely do not, under any circumstances, harm anybody between now and when we return, unless we give them the okay. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, she looks at Machete and Sex Machine and she said you heard the man you hang back just make sure they don't do any funny business you do any funny business then they intervene you understand? We understand. All right, we'll be back in a couple days. Hopefully sooner. 
Anybody Vaya have anything Dios. else? Uh, man, I'm sorry. I don't speak Spanish. Au revoir. That's not it. Sayonara? Nope. Uh, bienvenuto? Uh, just go. <laughs> Guten Morgen. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you wouldn't want sex machine on the back of your motorcycle. No, I mean, no. <laughs> Maybe. You don't want sex machine on your hog? <laughs> no, no. I'd be worried about speed bumps. And misfire. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we leave, I guess I kind of need to let everybody know roughly where we're going, except for sex machine. I don't want them to actually know where we're going. They just have to follow us. Are they going to be in a separate car? Yeah, they're riding their own bikes. Yeah. Okay. Can we have a huddle outside? Yeah. Just with your group or just with... the team? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Machine and Mr. Chetty have to be out of earshot. Okay. Okay. Um, so Anthony is in a, a small town named after a fancy cheese. At a chapel with a bank robber, we think, we hope. It's up near the border. So we need to hightail it there, get the laptop. Now, what I propose is we're going to have to give them the laptop. And since they sent their goons with us, they're obviously going to know if we do anything, like try and go somewhere else with it. So I thought about calling our hacker computer guy and seeing if he could meet us down here at the border so we could create a duplicate of it, if that's something he's able to do. And that way we can take it back. And they'll think that they have the only copy, but they won't. And then we'll get Charlotte, kick off back home. And then if you guys want, we can come back down here and blow every one of these motherfuckers sky high. We really want two copies for that floating around? Well, ideally we'll give them one. We'll take ours back home. And then we'll come back down and take it back. Right now, we just got to get Charlotte out of here. It's just too dangerous to have her somewhere where we could have live fire. Since we're all talking together, why don't we... Look, it's five against two. Let's take these two guys out, get far away from here, take them out. I have a feeling they're expected to call back and check in. Let's give it a day and, and watch their movements. Maybe we can put babysitter on them. Well, right before, we'll, give the lap, we'll get the laptop. They can call. When they make that confirmation call, we take them out. I like then that. Here, we take everybody else out. Remember, I can take out people from a long distance. So I could set up. I've already scoped out that room. I could set up quietly in, out. And then when the door opens, I could take out the person near Charlotte. Yeah, but if you miss, I don't miss. dead. I don't miss. We'll see now. That's a lot of risk. It's a possibility. We won't take it off the table. Yeah, I feel like I've seen him miss. I don't miss. I'm a sharpshooter. Oh. I was a professional sharpshooter. I am a professional sharpshooter. I don't miss. Oh, okay. I'm not the marshal. Okay, we don't need to get personal. Um, <laughs> have some troubles. I understand. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes you just reach this point in life. You get a little bit older. I understand. It's not a not insulting you. It kind of feels like an insult. Well, it's just you've been having some problems. It's been Look, we all. There's something wrong with my gun. That's it's it's the sights or something. Yeah, that's what they all say. I mean, I can still fire just fine. That's it's what just... they all say. Okay. Anybody else 
Oh, and by the way, guys, Machete, don't fuck with him. I mean, Sickle, you're good with the katana. This guy's just as good with his blades, too. So, if anything, we want to try and keep this guy uh, as happy as possible. Or we slit his throat when he's not looking. Yeah, yeah. we can do that, too. We need to get the laptop first. Nail, remember, you're the newest to this, so you don't have the whole backstory. Number one, we have to get Charlotte home safe. Everything else is secondary. All right. Okay. If that's what you want. All right. Let's go find Anthony. Babysitter has spent this. He was not a part of the huddle, which is not a big surprise because he, <laughs> he has to hiding in a bush. himself scarce. Uh, he is in his Plymouth satellite and just revving the engine. Does anybody have a clue what the hell's going on with Babysitter? Mm, maybe he thinks Machete's an undercover cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good callback. <laughs> I didn't know you were a comedian. <laughs> That was that was that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was here to he zinged him. <laughs> oh. All right, should we go? Let's go. All right, so you guys load up in your uh, uh various vehicles. Uh Nail, I assume you're getting back in the uh, Plymouth with uh babysitter then. All right. Uh when you get in, I mean, he is just drenched in sweat and like breathing hard and just going, shit, goddamn, fuck. What's wrong fuck. with you? Just, What's wrong? Uh, shit, this is just fucked. It's fucked beyond all get out, man. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, what we're going to do. This asshole machete guy is going to fucking kill me he's gonna kill me that's just what he's gonna do he's going to kill me if he as soon as he figures out who i am i'm dead i'm a dead man why i did a job up in texas a while back for the government it was before right before i was with brownstone and i was on the same job that machete was on and let's just say things did not go the way that they were planned and there was a double cross and i was the one that did the double crossing and machete was the one that got crossed did he recognize you in there i don't think so because if he did he probably would have blown my brains out but now he's following us in that badass chopper that he's got. And at any given moment, if he gets a good look at my face, then you could say goodbye to your babysitter. Well, just lay low. We're going to take him out after we get the No, briefcase. you're not. Oh, no, you're not. Nope. 
Why do you think we're not? Nope. He's a fucking beast. How far is away the town that we're driving to? About an hour and a half. Well, there's five of us and two of them. Six of us. Yeah, but he's uh, worth it, about five of us. That's how many there are. No, come on. We can take him down. This other guy, I don't know so much, but I mean, if he's hanging around with the uh, machete, he's probably a force to be reckoned with. He's got a gun in his pants. How much of a force could he be to be reckoned with? Seriously. Have you got the balls to have a gun in your pants? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that stupid. Put a gun in my pants. What an idiot! <laughs> All right, well, don't worry about it. We'll take care of him. Just relax. Do your job. We'll take care of it. Before this you reckon, you lay this low. Is fucked. It's totally fucked. Nah, just relax. Lay low. We'll take care of it. Like we always do. Like I always do. Um, so Marshall and Bloodhound, I think, right? You guys would be driving together at this point? Yeah, I mean, will you let me ride in your car? Mm-hmm. I just got a new tire on the truck. It feels a little smoother. Yeah, I suppose. There must be more than one way into this town. Got to be at least two streets in, right? Well, I mean... We split the group. And <laughs> send an advanced team in on their on their faster vehicles. I like that. Take a slightly slower path and machete and the... Uh, Mr. Machine, following us. Yeah, I like that. We could send Sickle and Hammer up. That's what I was thinking. They're nimble. Yeah, and they're maniacs. <laughs> well, especially Sickle. We'll find her in the middle of town doing donuts. Four heads hanging off the side of her chopper. <laughs> Swinging her katana. Howling at the moon. Hammer in the corner eating a brick. Just <laughs> zinging people with his wit. So, send them ahead. Well, <clears throat> machete and machine might get a little suspicious if we have two people disappear. We'll have to come up with some sort of a cover story. Because we don't want them to follow them. We don't want them to get there first. No, definitely not. Maybe we could uh, have something happen to their bikes. Stop for a I bite hear, to eat. I hear we've got a sharpshooter who never misses. That's true. And we've been hounded by a, a sniper for quite a while. I think that's a cover story to take out one of their tires, maybe. I like that. And put everybody on high alert. It'll have them looking over their shoulders more than looking over ours. Sickle and Hammer are in the lead, and they keep on, and we stop and help them out. I like that. All right. 
What could go wrong? Well, thankfully, our sharpshooter doesn't miss, so literally nothing can go wrong. This is as foolproof of a plan as I've ever heard. Well, why don't we stop at a diner then so we can kind of let everybody else know. Oh, wait. I can call babysitter. We have phones. I wonder if we get service down here in the heart of Mexico. If only there was someone that could tell us that. <laughs> you probably can, yes. Okay. I'll call them. I'll let them know what's going on. We'll, we'll find somewhere to stop and uh, get something to eat, and then we'll let Sickle and Hammer know. Sounds All good right. to me. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna call the hammer. Or not the hammer, the babysitter. Yeah, go. Hey, babysitter. Yep. Oh, okay, we got a plan. <clears throat> okay. We are going to split the party. We're going to have Sickle and Hammer go into town from the opposite end first. Kind of scout the place out. That way they can kind of be ready. Ready and... And sort of let us know when we get to town if there's anything we need to be worried about. We're afraid that Machete and Machine are going to be suspicious, though, if they see them take off without us. They're going to want to follow them, maybe. Or one of them will. We don't want that to happen. So, now Nail's a sharpshooter. Ask him if he thinks he can pull off a shot where he takes out one of uh, either Machine or Machete's tire. That's right, isn't it, Bloodhound? Wait, do what now? We're going to... we. So we've had a sniper that took out Louise or whatever his name was, and then Gale, right? Yeah. Well, Nail is going to become that sniper. We're going to put Machine and Machete on high alert, thinking that someone's still coming after them. But what we're going to do is just shoot out one of their tires. And then while we stop to give them cover and help them repair their tire, we're going to let Hammer and Sickle keep going, and they're going to scout out the town before us. That way we can come in from two fronts. Secure the laptop. Yeah. Basically, uh, we're going to stop somewhere to eat. And then we're going to... It's Who a foolproof talking? plan. Who are you talking to? What's wrong with you? I just... I don't... I don't like this idea at all. Phone. Give me the phone. Baby, should have put phone. nail on. Hello? Click on driving. You got the phone. Nail, it? hey. What? Nail, it's, it's me, Marshall. Yeah, I know who it is. What do you need? All right, so we need to split the party. We need Hammer and Sickle to get to town before us and scout things out, try and get to the laptop before us, get it secured, make sure Anthony is safe before Machine and Machete can show up as well. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Yeah, but we're afraid that if we try to split the party, one of them's going to want to follow those two. Mm -hmm. So we need, so you know, we've had a sniper been following us around, taking people out. Yeah. You get to be that sniper. But you're not going to kill one of these guys. We're just going to take out one of their tires and slow them down. What if I killed them instead? Yeah, let's not do that. No? No, we're not ready for that yet. So you want me to just hit a tire? Yeah. Both tires or one tire? Uh, one will be enough. So that, I'm just going to a tire. Yeah, we're going to have you take out a tire. That's going to spook them. And then we'll we'll help shield them. And then while we do... Dick too? What? No, not... Can you just shoot a tire? Kind of boring, isn't it? It's waste my talents. You know what? It's what? for the greater good. The greater so good. You're, so you're basically calling on the phone and telling me to shoot a tire. We're trying to get everybody on the same page. We're not going to have a lot of time. We're only like an hour and a half away from the destination. 
So we need to basically create a diversion to let Hammer and Sickle keep going, keep Machine and Machete together. When am I going to stop so I can set up the... My we're gonna perch. well, we're gonna stop and get something to eat. I'm starving. All right. So you want me to do it? Do you want me to do it when you're in the diner? Or do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah. I think if we're in the diner, maybe we can get one of them to go out to the bike, and you take the shot then. So that way they see it happen. Why would I, why would I set up the perch to shoot the tire when we could just slash it with like a knife? That because seems like a lot of work. If you're in the diner, they're not going to see anyway. That's why we're going to send one of them out to the bike. We're going to come up with a reason to go out there with them, and then the shot's going to happen. And then they're going to think it's the sniper that's been following us around that took care of Louise and Gail. I got it. So you want, it to, you want the sniper. It's not about the tire. It's more about the sniper's presence. It's the sniper's presence to put them on high alert, the tires to create a diversion and slow them down so that Hammer and Sickle can get to town first. Look, this is a... I can't guarantee I'm not going to shoot him in his dick. Hey, look, I know that if you want to not shoot him in his dick, you won't because you never miss. I don't miss. Exactly. So it's higher one in the dick. We just need one shot. I'll tell you what, you want to try and do a trick shot, try and ricochet it from the tire into the rim, off the pavement and into his dick. That way it'll lose enough velocity that it won't do anything more than ping on his little, on his, you know, nutsack. Yeah, you read too many comic books, dude. We kill any more of the Villalobos' boys, we're putting Charlotte in danger. Yeah. And ultimately, we... What did she... Was was Bloodhound talking in the background? She said, don't shoot him in the dick. Okay. We can't afford to kill any more of the Villalobos. We can shoot him in the dick later. Not this time. But that dick shot will happen. I 100% promise that when it comes time for dick shooting... That you are the guy. You get to take all the shots. That's all I'm asking for. All right. Yep. I think I understand the plan. Go to the diner, set up the perch, yep. shoot the tire when they when one of them comes out. Yep. And don't yep. shoot it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And while we're there, I'll let Sickle and Hammer know because I don't have a way to talk to them because they don't have a phone. So that way we'll know that they need to pretend like they didn't hear it and they're just going to take off without us and not look over their shoulders. But they're actually going to go scout the town. This is the foolproof plan. I got it. All right. Great. You, you want to talk to? You want to talk to? Um, do you want to talk to babysitter again before we got the phone? No, he's being fucking weird. All right. He uh, he says goodbye. All right. We're all, tell, all right. tell him fuck you. Uh, he said fuck you. Okay, so he's a little less weird. He's yeah. being normal. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Bye. Talk later. I feel good about this bloodhound. Yeah, this is foolproof. All right, now we just need to find a diner. Yeah, and you guys, uh, it, I mean, there's plenty of like rest stops and stuff kind of along the way, uh, and the directions that you, the loose directions that you were able to kind of get, uh, let you know you're maybe about a half hour out probably from uh, your destination. And how close do you want to get to make that stop? You know, like 20 minutes away. Like about 20 minutes in. Yeah, close enough that they can take off and be there quickly because a tire change doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. I'm more likely to find a taco shop than a diner, too. Well, a, f- a place to eat. Fittingly, uh, as you guys are making your trek back up north, uh, you pass through a town that reminds you of uh, of... A very recent friend that the 
hammer made, and it's a little town called El Diablo. Uh, just af named after the bull from uh, from down south. Oh yeah, fond uh, memories. There's a uh, a little kind of greasy spoon diner uh, in the middle of the town uh, that you guys spot. There's several other uh, motorcycles uh, out front, uh, so it kind of looks like a little bit of a of a dive, but you know, someplace that uh, that bikers are kind of likely to stop anyway. So. Having a few more choppers parked outside isn't going to really draw too much attention. Foolproof plan. I like it. Let's stop there. All right. The uh, name of the uh, the restaurant is called the Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Probably not a diner. Are we in Mexico? No diners. There are <laughs> yeah. diners. Got to go with something else. Cantina, taco place, not a diner. Okay, so it's a cantina called the uh, Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> um, and then so you guys want to, you you guys have the plan, so tell me what happens when you guys get there. Uh, okay, so we get to the diner. Well, do you all arrive at the same time, or just like can I, can our car arrive? Can we can we sort of pull ahead of the group a little bit? Does that yeah, if work? You, if you want to, sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. And get there early. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm making a call to the marshal. Hello? Uh, I'm having some stomach problems. Yeah. So I'm going to, when we get to the diner, I'm going to go to, just let everybody know I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. Getting some of that Montezuma's revenge. All right. So not feeling so good. Okay. I like that. Yep. Okay. There. All right. All right. Bye. So I we get there a little bit early, and I set up my perch in a strategic location on a building above, but not the you know a building up. Okay. In the air. I mean, in the on the roof. All right. Make a uh, make a stealth check for me. Shouldn't be too hard to kind of mark my way around a building up the side of one without drawing too much attention that's my goal okay here we go stealth check okay 17. all right so you find uh, a perch kind of across the street uh and you got a pretty good view of the street and the parking kind of out in front uh and maybe about a minute and a half, two minutes later, uh, the rest of the crew kind of rolls in. Um, Bloodhound parks her truck, uh, and the sickle and hammer. Uh, are, are you guys pulling in as well? Yeah, I assume so, because we don't even know about splaying yet, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and then the uh. Uh, machete and sex machine park uh, just across the street. Uh, so kind of below where the the nail actually is kind of perched. Now, you, if you look over the edge, you can still see, you know, their motorcycles without too much of a problem, but it's a little bit of a tricky angle. Is anything tricky for a man that never misses? <laughs> <laughs> a 
Okay, so what do you? I, what do you, I'm sorry, I was reading my my abilities here with this. Uh, you got a little bit of a tricky angle with the way that uh, the machete and uh, the sex machine part. They're kind of directly below you, but I mean, you know, you can still you can still take the shot uh, whenever the time comes. And I have improved sharpshooting, which means I don't have disadvantage on attack rolls due to long range, and I can also I have something else that takes away another level of disadvantage on any on my when I'm using my signature weapon. Okay, cool. So I should be a normal roll here with a plus two. Uh, machete right. gets gets yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, machete gets off of his bike, walks over to uh, you guys. Babysitter is staying in the car, <laughs> uh, and just kind of slumped down. And he's got like a map that he like pulls up in front of his face as uh, as Machete kind of comes by. He's just kind of reading the map. Um, Machete is like, "Hey, Gringo, what is this place? Is this where we're going?" No, this is where we're going to eat. Do you you eat right? Yeah, I eat. Yeah. Well, I eat all the time, and I have not eaten today. It has been a busy day. It has been a very stressful day. We're all going to take a short break. We know Charlotte's safe. We know where we're going to get the laptop. We've got a little bit of time, so we're going to stop and have something to eat. You're buying. I mean, yeah, I can expense it. I don't mind. Do you guys do that here? Do you have expense reports? <laughs> Were the Villalobo sisters? Well, it's more like a federal tax thing. It's a write-off. Ah, uh, well, yeah. I know about that. Yeah, <clears throat> it's kind of a mess. So, yeah, no, I mean, I'll buy. That's no problem at all. You just order whatever you want. So, you guys head on in and going ahead and find a table that you like, and we'll be in there in just a minute. Make a persuasion on that. Uh, Machete says, "No, it's good. We'll wait." Uh okay. What what are you waiting for? For Jew. Okay. Well, I'm just waiting for the rest of my crew to finish parking. We're gonna walk in together. It's good. We're not letting you out of our sight. Uh okay. I mean, we're literally gonna walk through that door. But man, you're diligent. I'll give you that. I've heard of you. You know. <laughs> A lot yeah. of people have heard of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're pretty well known. I was a, uh, I mean, they call me the marshal because I was a marshal. So, yeah. I've never no. heard of you. Oh, no, I mean, there's no reason to. So, no, I mean, you, your name definitely precedes you. So, you're good I've known at what a few you do. marshals in my day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Killed a few. Well, yeah, that's kind of probably why I've heard of you. <clears throat> Things like that kind of stick out in the marshal service, you know. Mm. But I'm not a marshal anymore. So, you know how that goes. Well, you probably don't. But anyway, if you were, and then you left, then you'd know. Hey, let's go get something to eat, man. I'm hungry. You think they got any... Uh, what do you recommend? You think the chorizo here is safe to eat? I like chorizo. Well, let's go get some. How many tacos do you think you can put down? <laughs> I bet I can do 12. Is this a challenge? Well, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I eat you under the table, man. I know they got big tacos here. 
I ain't never shied away from a lot of beef. 16. You think you can do 16 tacos? 16. 60? 16. Oh, 16. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's a lot more reasonable. All right, I'll match you. One for one. You want to wager something on it? Yes. All right, your bike. (laughs) Fuck no. Okay. What you got on your bike? One of your machetes. Mm, Those are my babies. Uh And I pull out my gold plate at 1911, and I'm like, I got babies too. Put it back away. What do you say? Shotgun for one of your babies. Shotgun, and I get to keep one of your machetes for 24 hours. Make a persuasion. (laughs) 22. (laughs) (laughs) Only when it counts, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Ooh, 19. 24 hours. Yeah. Might might shave with it. If I win, I get both guns. Yeah, that's fair. She's not going to win, amigo. You got a deal, gringo. All right, let's go. I'm going to lead him inside. All right. All right, so he goes in. Yeah. I said, you can see me when I go to the counter, right? I see you. All right. You take a seat. Get yourself ready because you're about to get your ass whipped. I'll go up there and start off. I'll go up there and tell them what we're doing. And I'll get the first set of tacos coming out. All right. Okay. So are Sickle and Hammer up there with me? I'm going straight to the counter and ordering a Coca-Cola, a bottle of Coke. Okay, cool. If if I have him separated then, I'm going to explain the plan to these two while we're up there at the counter. Okay. All right. So, and the whole time I'm going to point to him and make eating things and stuff while I'm explaining it. So he thinks I'm telling him about our taco challenge. Uh, do, are you guys okay with the plan or do, does he need to rehash that for you? Yeah, it's good. Do, okay. I get ta- do I get to eat tacos first? <laughs> yeah. Hammer, you need to pound them, the food as fast as you can. And then you two are going to need to gas up your bikes before we get back on the road. That'll give you an excuse to get out there and get a short head start. So that whenever the tire goes and we think the snipers come back, you're already gone. So there won't be any reason. It won't be suspicious. Okay. It's a foolproof plan. Now, if you guys don't mind, I got 16 tacos to eat. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's talk about the sequence of events here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bloodhound, Marshall, Hammer and Sickle inside eating with Sex Machine and Machete. Correct. Yeah. While this is going on, Nail is going to take a pot shot at the tire on both of their car, both of theirs. One, I'm only supposed to shoot one, and I'm not supposed to shoot anything else. Okay. Yeah, and one and we need to make sure they're out there to see it. Yeah, they're supposed to be. They're gonna escort them out. This is like a kid. We should use the 
the loop. Was it the loop where you have everybody have to do all these successful things? Yes. In order for the uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> sure. They're going to send him outside and then I'm going to take the shot. So yeah. after I beat Machete in the eating competition, he's got to uh -huh. go get the Machete to give to me for 24 hours. So as he's out there getting off the bike, that is when Nail will notice that he's out there at the bike getting his machete out. The pot shot happens. He's going to take cover. That gives Nail time to go back around the building and come back in the house and come out wiping the sweat off his brow from the bathroom. Wondering what the hell happened while we all rush out to see what's going on at the bike. And I can go out there with him to get the machete. Okay. So that way we still don't know if the sniper's coming after us or the Vila Lobos. It's a foolproof yeah. plan. Yeah. I don't know why okay. we're talking about it. All right, it. I got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to need to do. Um, Marshall. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have you make a constitution roll. Constipation roll. Where is that? Okay. And that's the number on the left, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Critical failure. You bad feeling about this. You take a bite of the first taco. Oh my god! And you were not prepared for the spices. <laughs> that they put on this taco. <laughs> and you take a bite and you immediately start to break out into a sweat. <laughs> and your insides just light on fire. <laughs> but you're like, God damn it, I'm going to at least get one of these things down. <laughs> and you just choke it down. Hope. Uh, uh, and choke it and eat the one taco. <laughs> Machete grabs his taco. He takes a bite. You see him break out into a sweat, but he completes the taco. <laughs> and he reaches for the second taco. And he puts that up to his mouth and he starts chewing on that one. And he's sweating like you wouldn't believe. But you take that second taco and you bring it up to your lips and you're like, Oh no, nope. <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> Go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> so you make a run for the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, Machete is out there, and he continues to uh, to eat. <laughs> Got a 14 that time. Uh, so he's able to choke down a couple more. Um, Do I get to roll again after my bathroom? <laughs> so you come back out from, from the bathroom. I'll, I'll let you roll again. All right, 18. Okay. We'll do another contest here again. Hit it one more time. Ooh, seven. Not great. 19 for you. That's good. All right. So now you, the two of you are kind of tied at this point at about 11. Got my uh, second wind. 
<laughs> All right. Let's make another roll. Ooh. <laughs> you you get to number 15 and you're like I can't I can't do it I'm out <laughs> and you gotta tap out <laughs> and oh. uh, Machete takes number 16 and he rolls it up and just stuffs the whole thing in his mouth and just chokes it down and he's he's like Hey, uh, oh. okay. Yeah, I know. You won. Fair. Fair and square. Was it consolation prize? Can I at least, like, hold one of your machetes? Ten seconds? Uh, make a persuasion check. Where's my persuasion? There it is. <laughs> where was that five minutes ago and he says uh you know i hate to see a white boy sweat so much you're a good sport uh, yeah thanks i feel like shit <laughs> okay you, let's you you can hold one all right, let's. I'll just let's. I give you the guns out there. All right, he gets up and he starts walking out. Okay. Uh, so is this when me and Sickle are supposed to go? Our motorcycles to gas up. Right. I th- yeah. 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 I'll get up and do that. I'll take a taco with me then. Okay. I'll be like, I don't know what's up with that. They're not hot at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're going to hurt you tomorrow, man. (laughs) You guys going to fill up your tanks or what? Go ahead and just get that done so we can all hit the road together. And just, you know where we're going. Just head out. And, uh... Hey, 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 where are they going? Going to get gas, man. We've been driving all around Mexico. Uh, We can get that on the way. All right. You're fucking weird, dude. Hey, I'm supposed to keep an eye on you. All of you. Yeah? What's Mr. Machine doing? Was he babysitting you or something? (laughs) No, I don't need no babysitter. Okay, well, if you're keeping an eye on all of us, it seems like he's keeping an eye on you. Just saying, man. I wouldn't want someone breathing over my shoulder like that. All right, here. And I give him one of the 1911s as we're walking out. You get the other one when you let me hold that machete of yours. Yeah. All right. So he walks over to his um, motorcycle. Shing! Pulls out one of the machetes. He says, this is my baby. You treat her right. Be gentle. And he offers the handle to you. All right. And I take the handle.
He's not watching. <laughs> and I'm trying to get the sun to glint on it as I'm looking at it and holding it around. <laughs> Fucking foolproof well, plan, my ass. <laughs> What's this machete actually feel like in my hand? Uh, it's surprisingly lightweight. Okay. Whoa. Damn, what is this? Titanium? Uh, carbon fiber? Whoa. A little carbon fiber mixed in the handle, yeah. I take it and I just gently scrape it across my arm. It just takes all the little hairs off. It's razor sharp. Ah, damn. You sharpen these yourself or you got a guy? I do it all myself. You, you got are the first, first one that's held it in a long, long time. Probably the first one that's held it from the handle, right? Huh? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a murder joke. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely beautiful. Man, strange weapon of choice, but I could see why. I, I right. guess I... <laughs> Where's this other gun? Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Thank you for letting me hold your baby. And I take it and just hand it back to him this way with the handle towards him. All right. He takes, takes it, it back. I mean, to, today would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Watch and wait for the right moment. I take the shot. All right. I'm handing him the 1911 as with a handle towards him i'm holding the barrel all right so stationary target uh all you needed was a 10 you got it i rolled a three <laughs> no you got you got an 11 no but i rolled a three oh rolled a I... three i told you i don't miss I kept though the the light from the machete kept shining in my eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you take the shot, and uh, he immediately dives for cover, uh, and. As he does, kind of spins around, and he sees the muzzle uh, of the gun. I'm going to have you actually make another stealth roll nail. Okay, let me get to that now. Oh, I had all kinds of stuff open. Do that shot. Prepared a lot. Here we are. Stealth check. Oh, it's on details. Okay. Coming, coming your way. Oh, nice. Nice. All right, so he just sees the uh, muzzle of the gun, and that's it. Uh, and he's like, shit, the fucking sniper's back. Is this the fucker you were talking about? <clears throat> it's gotta be. <clears throat> and he makes a dash for the alley across the street. Uh, and starts running down the alley to try to get around the back side of the building. Nail, what are you doing? My building? Yeah. Well, I see where he's going, so I had the opposite direction. Okay. 
make uh, the only way down uh, yeah. it, other than going down like the fire escape down the back where he's probably going to try to go up is going to be off the side of the building uh, and there's like an awning uh, like two floors down uh, that you would need to jump onto and Problem. then off. So if yeah. you've got acrobatics Yep. Make an acrobatics check. 14. That just makes it. So you jump, land on the awning, uh, and then kind of roll off uh, and make an athletics check for me. 13. Okay. All right. Um, so you take one point of falling damage. Lord only knows how to do that. Uh, okay, got it. Okay. Uh, and now that you're on the ground, what do you want to do? Is there any water nearby? Uh, like a puddle? Anything. Or, um, yeah. there, there's a uh, faucet uh, <laughs> on, the, on the building. Yeah, so I'm just going to take some water from the faucet and put it on my pants where my butt is. Okay. And then I'm going <laughs> to come out of a building just holding my stomach. Like, fuck, oh, man. Oh. You know? All right. And, and just kind of walk to the group and just be like, oh, man. All right, Hammer and Sickle, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, hopefully when I heard the shot, I was on my bike and I started my bike and took off. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're supposed to go. Yep. So. All right. What you guys are doing? Okay, so the two of you guys continue on your little journey as uh, as chaos kind of hits the <laughs> uh, hits the cantina, uh, and you eventually make your way to the little small town uh, that. Charlotte had uh, had kind of directed you to um, and the little chapel that she was kind of talking about sticks out kind of like a sore thumb. It's right in the center of town. Uh, it's an old rundown chapel with a little small graveyard off to the side. Uh, and it's a little white building uh, just kind of in the middle uh, of everything. The town itself is kind of dead. I mean, there's not a lot going on. There's a few people wandering around here and there. Uh, but not a whole lot going on. Up to the chapel? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to just walk up straight to it and you sneak around? Sure. Or are you just, okay. Yeah, let's do that because so they don't go out the back or something. Yeah. Let, let me do something here. <clears throat> so you guys are going to the chapel. <laughs> and you're gonna get Anthony. -y. <laughs> Oops, I gotta do one more thing. Sorry, I was not prepared for this. So give me one second. We were supposed to fight at the Los Lobos, weren't we? Oh yeah. <laughs> we can always call and give you a chance to Yep, I got it now. We're good. Oh, I didn't mean to pull everybody there, but 
There we go. Anyway, can you guys see the new map or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, hammer and sickle, you guys kind of walk up to the, uh, to the chapel. Uh, sickle, are you going around back? Was that the plan? Yeah, I guess okay. so. All right. So you head around the backside over here. Uh, all right. Tell me what you do. There are any doors on the back? Uh, there is a little door uh, just right at the very, very back right here. It's a little teeny tiny door, uh, and it really kind of looks almost like a ser service entrance, uh, you know, for uh, like the handyman or whatever, you know, to kind of come in and out if he needs to. So it's a little bitty teeny tiny chapel. Okay. I'm going to go in that way, I guess. Try the door. You're going to try the door. Uh, Hammer, what are you doing? I'm going to walk up the front and open the door. Open the door there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when you open the door, uh, a hand pops out and a gun <laughs> comes right up to your temple just as you open the door. And you hear uh, this guy speak, and he says, who the fuck are you? And you see this fella, uh, short cropped hair, wears kind of a, a, a black jacket, uh, and he's got a tattoo, uh, like a tribal tattoo that goes on the side of his face. Uh, and this is... Somebody, I think maybe you might have had a run-in or two with at some point, Seth Gecko. Mm. Uh, and I think at this point we'll call that to a halt for tonight and leave that as our <laughs> cliffhanger for uh, oh for next God. time. <laughs> it needs to be like, it's you. <laughs> Zoom in. Thank <laughs> you.